Welcome to the Mental Dietitian Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Lynch-Potter, just a guy who's trying to live a great life and learn the best way to live it. This show is for the everyday human being that feels exactly how I feel, and every week I'll be bringing you weekly episodes on how to get better mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and financially, so you can have a great mental diet. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Welcome to episode number 21 of the Mental Dietitian Podcast. Excited to be with you guys today. As you could tell by the introduction there, today's podcast is called Blue Pill or Red Pill. And this is a concept that blew my mind whenever I first saw it. All of you guys know the matrix. If you don't know the matrix, probably pause this and go watch it. Sorry, this is episode 22. My apologies. It's gone by so fast. This is episode 22, red pill or blue pill. And when I first saw the documentary, the matrix, it blew my mind because there's so many different layers to it. There's so many different ways you can look at it. I've really been thinking about that concept lately of blue pill or red pill. And as you could hear, when Morpheus is talking to Neo, you could take the blue pill, story ends, you wake up in your bed, you believe whatever you want to believe. The red pill you go, continue going to Wonderland, you see how far the rabbit hole really goes. And the question that I've been really pondering lately and really been thinking about is, is, is like, what would I take? And I already know the answer. The answer is the red pill. And basically it's saying like, do you want to know the truth? Even if it's horrible. Or would you rather live in a facade and in a lie and be blind? Would you rather stay ignorant or would you like to know the truth? And it's a very interesting concept. If you really think about it, some people are like, oh, well, I'd take the red pill. I'm like, are you sure? Are you 100% sure? Just like that guy in the matrix who ends up leaving the matrix knowing what the matrix was. And he's like, hey, like, just put me back in. I'm sick of eating this crap. They're eating this stuff that tastes like crap because they're in the real world, which is run by machines and we're all plugged into a system that exploits us, that basically makes, makes us slaves. And he wants to go back into the matrix. He wants to be famous. He wants to forget. He just wants to eat steak, even though he knows the steak is not real. 
even though he knows it's a computer simulation, he'd rather go back to living a life of blissful ignorance than live a life that is real. And when you, for, for me, the, the red pill, it's been a lot of different things. You could apply that analogy to a lot of different things. But the red pill lately for me has been my work with plant medicines. What does that mean, plant medicines? Psychedelics. And why do, why do I say plant medicine? Why am I not saying drugs? Why am I not saying that? Because when you take a drug, in my opinion, a recreational drug, you are using it to escape your reality, right? Most people, when they hear the word drugs, you think of somebody who's trying to run away from their reality. With plant medicines, what do medicines do? Medicines are to heal. So... I've done a few different plant medicines and kind of had my first experience with mushrooms when I was probably about 19. And it, it may, it felt like there was a, a, that reality and it lifted the veil off reality and gave me a totally different perspective of, of it. And what I mean by that is, what we think we see and what is actually real sometimes are two different, very, very, two very different things. For example, this is, this is an analogy, but it actually is what I saw. So when most people look at a lava lamp, right, you see the orange or the purple goo floating in the clear. So you can look at these, you can look at a lava lamp and you see the orange and the blue whatever color it is floating, floating in the clear. When I had done mushrooms for the first time when I was 19, it wasn't in a medicinal setting. It wasn't in a ceremony-based setting. It was more of a drug. I was using it to escape my reality. But I remember looking at a lava lamp and I was watching the, the clear float in the orange. And I was like, that's interesting. How many things out there am I looking at like that in my life? Where if I just change the way I looked at it, the things I look at will actually change. Fast forward 10 years, it's totally changed now. And the only time I've ever done plant medicines is in a ceremonial based setting with a lot of respect and I'm using it to heal myself. Usually my traumatic things that have happened in my life. Everybody has it. Everybody's got things that they need to work on. And this is the path that I've cho chosen to go down. It's very, very sacred to me. It's very important to me. Is there other paths? Absolutely. But this path has chosen me and I feel a responsibility to talk about it because there's a lot of people that are very interested in this path because it's very interesting and you can have some beautiful, beautiful, horrible, horrifically beautiful experiences. And why I say horrible is because the, the red pill for me 
is realizing that I built my own matrix that I trap myself in. And when you do these different kinds of medicines, you are trying to deconstruct the matrix that you, that you created for yourself. You cannot control the events what happened to you. Of course you can't. So, and what is trauma? Trauma is a response to an event. It's not the event, it is your response to the event. And it could have happened at seven and it can happen multiple times. For me, it was like seven years old, 11 years old, 15 years old, 18, 19 years old. And they're the major ones I can think of. And each one of those events was a traumatic experience, which invoked a response in me emotionally. And the emotional response created, it was a, as a way to keep me safe. It was a way to keep that version of me safe. So what happens is I construct stories in my mind. I construct a reality that is usually not true. And then I'm trapped in that reality, even as an adult. And there's all these things that we do in our lives. And sometimes we're like, why do I get nervous here? Why do I get nervous around that person? Why do I, why can't I save money? Why can't I just lose weight? It logically makes sense. Like this doesn't, I don't understand that we start all this guilt and this shame and then it creates a cycle. But my red pill is realizing that all those events that happened in my past in my life, they are constructions that, are, that I created within myself. And there's a lot of, there's usually a lot of attachment to those particular identities, which we create. For example, I hurt my knee really badly when I was about 13. And I've had a lot of trouble with my knee for a long time. It's on my, my left knee. I, ha I had a bunch of stem cells done to it. And I have used my knee in the past to make excuses of why I can't do certain things. Even after I had the stem cells put in and it even happens at jujitsu when I train him, I got a, I got a bad left knee. There's a part of me, there's a part of my identity that wants to have a bad left knee. Do you know why? Because it gives me sympathy. If somebody gets me in a particular, like a heel hook or a knee bar at Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu at training, I can just be like, oh, I got a bad knee. And they're like, oh, sorry, man. That's okay. Oh, he's the bad left knee guy. There's nothing wrong with my knee anymore. There's been nothing wrong with my knee for a very long time, but there's a part of me that still likes that feeling of when somebody feels sorry for me because of my left knee. And that's the biggest thing. That's, that's, the, that's the hard, jagged pill to swallow is that everything in your life was created by you as a response to events that happened. It's pretty crazy, but 
it's our job to go back and to work on healing these events. And it's hard work. It's really, really hard work. It's not easy. It's actually the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I can't talk to many people about it because they'll project all over me. They'll project whatever they think that I, they will, they will project what they think that I'm doing. And they have not a clue. They have no idea. Because it literally feels like you've taken the red pill. It, it is fucking crazy when you start doing work on yourself. And then you start seeing all these people in society, whether or not they're seeking validation through their wealth, or they're trying to heal themselves in this weird kind of fucked up way through constantly gambling or sex when all they really want is the, the, the love of their mother or the love of their father. There's all these different things and you see it everywhere. And something that I had to battle with for a long time was that it's not my job to save anybody because nobody really needs saving because there's nothing wrong with anybody. I'm enough exactly how I am, period. And I did an interesting exercise recently, and I encourage you to do it too. You ready? You're going to do it with me? I want you to repeat after me, I am enough. Did you notice just then there was a voice that told you you weren't? Do it. I am enough. Say it. Some of you will actually struggle to even say it. Because what I discovered in one of my last journeys, one of my last plant medicine journeys, is that I would try and say it. And I got stuck in a loop during this journey for about two hours, where I basically for two hours straight, my, my mind and all the things that I've ever gone through in my life gave me evidence after evidence after evidence that I'm not enough. What about that time? What about this time? What about that time you hurt that girl? What about that time you got fired from that job? What about that time you weren't in integrity? What about that time you, you made money off that person when you shouldn't have and you fucked them over? And it just kept on coming back to the same place. I am enough. Do you not see? And then after two hours, it was like, can we move on from this lesson? I'm trying to show you that you're enough, period, end of discussion. So why do you keep bringing up evidence that you're not? And do you not see that the belief that you're not enough is preventing you from doing all the things that you really want to do and you're containing yourself in this prison because you think there's something wrong with you? And part of you wants there to be something wrong with you because if there's something wrong with you, that's a great excuse for why you're not where you are in your life. And the, the funny thing is, is that there's nothing wrong with me. I'm enough exactly how I am. I can achieve anything in my life. But the thought that I'm not enough is the one thing that's preventing me from doing it. So it's this vicious cycle and it's this vicious loop. And that's the red pill. It's all you. What do you mean it's all me? What about that person that, that abused me in, in that relationship? What part of you thought that you should be somebody that is abused?
what part of you let that person abuse you? What about all my ex-girlfriends? What about them? They all cheated on me. What part of you believes that you deserve to be cheated on multiple times? Because there's obviously a part of you that thinks that you deserve that. Otherwise, you wouldn't keep attracting those people into your life. See? Jagged pill to swallow. Sit with that. Welcome to the red pill. It's all you. It's all you, baby. I remember I had a really hard time. Like, what do you mean it's all me? Like, what, what, about, what about Lexi? If, what about if she annoys me? What about people at work? What about if this person's treating me like shit? Well, if you had a friend that was working at a place that was treat, and those people were treating them like shit, you're like, what are you doing there? Why would you let somebody do that to you? I asked the same question to you. What part of you thinks that you deserve to be treated like shit? Well, I don't. Well, obviously there is a part of you, otherwise you wouldn't be kept, kept on being treated like shit. Oh, there's a part of me that thinks I'm not enough or thinks I'm broken or thinks I need fixing. Little kids don't think that they're broken. Little kids don't think they need fixing. Little kids don't think there's anything wrong with them. What I've discovered through the last 12 to 18 months of doing plant medicine work is that it's not really about finding myself because finding myself would indicate that I'm lost. I'm not lost. I just need to remember who the fuck I am. I remember need, I need to remember the amazing imagination, the beautiful kid that I was who thought he could do anything because he could until the world told me and the people told me around me that I couldn't. It's not about finding yourself. It's about remembering yourself before the world told you and piled things up on you and told you that you were not enough. It's everywhere. That is the red pill versus the blue pill. The blue pill in this world is telling you you're not enough. It means you're broken. You need this. Oh, you don't have the latest Nikes? Oh, you don't have the Balenciagas? Oh, you don't have the Hermes bag? <laughs> you don't have eight abs? You don't have a thigh gap? You don't have a big booty? You're not enough. You're not enough. You're not enough. You're not enough. The red pill is realizing, hey, I am enough. And why would the world want to push me down and say that I'm not enough? Because there's probably people out there that gain a lot financially through power by you believing you keep taking the blue pill every fucking day, believing that you are not enough. So if you're not enough, you need to keep buying all the things. You need to keep doing all the things. You need to keep being in slavery, whether or not it's economic slavery I had this crazy perspective once. This guy was like, how much do you get paid? Oh, who do you get paid from? I get paid for my job. Okay, and where do you take the money? I, then I take the money and I go to Walmart and I get my groceries. He's like, do you not see you actually work for Walmart? It's like, well, no, I'm not. It's like, yes, you do. 
You get paid for your job, you take the money and you give it to Walmart. Therefore you work for Walmart. You take the money you get and you give it to all the people and you get stuck in that loop. And that is a form of slavery. And that's, that's a blue pill right there. And a red pill might be somebody who's like, well, I don't want to participate in that anymore. And I want to be financially free. But then all, all the blue pill people are like, that's silly. That's dumb. How can you think you could do that? And it happens everywhere. So I really wanted to get this perspective home. It's something I'm really passionate about. I've talked to a number of different things here. But that exercise that I am enough, what's that little voice that just said something to you? Try it. Keep doing it. I am enough. Is that voice, it's like, mm, no, you know. <laughs> what about this? What about that? What about this? Oh, you want to go down there? You wanted me to show you how not enough you are? That is the voice that I had to confront and spend time with during my last plant medicine journey. Not a fun time, but it was beautiful. And you get to the end and you realize that it's just a defense mechanism to try to keep you safe. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot to this and there's a lot I could say and there's a lot I'm not going to say because I need to keep within myself. The more things sometimes you share about yourself, the more energy it loses. And the more energy that thing loses, it, it can lose its beautiful lessons that it's given you. But I really, really hope that by listening to this, you look at the different areas of your life you've been taking the blue pill, denying reality. And then you start being like, what is the red pill? What is the jagged truth that I need to swallow? What is the actual truth here? And if any of, any of you guys want to have a conversation about this, I love having conversations about this. Reach out to me on my Instagram. And if you're in another country, we can set up a Zoom call. I'd love to get to know you. Just reach out to me. I'm actually going to be doing some one-on-one -on -one coaching. I'm looking at doing that in the next few months here. I initially will take on free clients. And my goal of coaching is to different, give you a different perspective from a philosophical, spiritual standpoint. And then we can apply it into your life on the granular, like micro, macro level, macro and micro level. So you can actually start having these breakthroughs in your life. Something I'm really passionate about is giving a perspective, a whether or not it's a spiritual, religious, whatever kind of truth, and then applying it into our life in a way that can help you change your life because you change your perspective and change your identity. I love this kind of stuff. You can probably tell from my voice, I get really fired up. I love having these kind of conversations. And if you feel like you're stuck in a blue pill rut in an area of your life, reach out to me on Instagram. It'll be free. I'm going to charge you anything. I'd love to have a call with you. I'd love to chat with you. And if there's anything I can do to help on a one-on-one -on -one setting, I'd love to do that. I love you all so much. I hope this perspective helped you guys. And are you going to pick the blue pill 
or the red pill. Your choice. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Mental Dietitian Podcast. If you found any value at all, please share this with a family member or a friend or just a guy or a gal walking down the street, just anybody at all, if you feel like it could help them and benefit them from the conversations that we're having. It would mean the world to me if you could also leave a review. It helps grow the show. It helps the algorithms. And I also do love connecting with my listeners, so please reach out to me on social media. The best way to get a hold of me is through Instagram. My Instagram handle is Aaron Lynch Potter, and that's spelled A-H-R-E-N-L-Y-N-C-H-P-O-T-T-E-R. Thank you so much once again.